0: Preface of the Life of Thomas Lord Cochrane, 10th Earl of Dundonald, Volume One, by Henry Richard Foxbourne. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Timothy Ferguson. Preface. In these volumes is recounted the public life of my late father from the period to which the narrative was brought down by himself in his unfinished autobiography of a seaman the completion of that work was prevented by his death which occurred almost immediately after the publication of the second volume eight and a half years ago i had hoped to supplement it sooner but in this hope i have been thwarted my father's papers were at the time of his death in the hands of a gentleman who had assisted him in the preparation of his autobiography and to this gentleman was entrusted the completion of the work illness and other occupations however interfered and after a lapse of about two years he died leaving the papers of which no use had been made by him to fall into the possession of others only after long delay and considerable trouble and expense was i able to recover them and realise my long cherished purpose further delay in the publication of this book has arisen from my having been compelled as my father's executor to make three long and laborious journeys to brazil which have engrossed much time at length however i find myself able to pay the debt which i owe both to my father's memory and to the public by whom the autobiography of a seaman was read with so much interest at the beginning of the year i placed all the necessary documents in the hands of my friend mr h Foxbourne, asking him to handle them with the same zeal of research and impartiality of judgment which he has shown in his already published works i have also furnished him with my own reminiscences so much of my father's life as was personally known to me and he has availed himself of all the help that could be obtained from other sources of information both private and public he has written the book to the best of his ability and i have done my utmost to help him in making it as complete and accurate as possible we hope that the late earl of dundonald's life and character have been all the better delineated in that the work has grown out of the personal knowledge of his son and the unbiased judgment of a stranger a long time having elapsed since the publication of the autobiography of a seaman it has been thought well to give a brief recapitulation of its story in an opening chapter the four following chapters recount my father's history during the five years following the cruel stock exchange trial the subject last treated of in the autobiography it is not strange that the harsh treatment to which he was subjected should have led him into opposition in which there was some violence which he afterwards condemned against the government of his day but if there were circumstances to be regretted in this portion of his career it shows almost more plainly than any other with what strength of philanthropy he sought to aid the poor and the oppressed his occupations as chief admiral first of chili and afterwards of brazil were described by himself in two volumes entitled a narrative of the services in chile peru and brazil therefore the seven chapters of the present work which describe those episodes have been made as concise as possible only the most memorable circumstances have been dwelt upon and the details introduced have been drawn to some extent from documents not included in the volumes referred to there was no reason for abridgment in treating of my father's connection with greece in the service of that country he was less able to achieve beneficial results than in chile and brazil but as on that ground he has been frequently traduced by critics and historians it seemed especially important to show how his successes were greater than these critics and historians have represented and how his failures sprang from the faults of others and from misfortunes by which he was the chief sufferer The documents left by him moreover afford abundant material for illustrating an eventful period in modern history the chapters referring to greece and greek affairs accordingly enter with especial fulness into the circumstances of lord dundonald's life at this time and his connection with contemporary politics eight other chapters recount all that was of most public interest in the thirty years of my father's life after his return from greece except during a brief period of active service in his profession when he had command of the british squadron in north american and west indian waters those thirty years were chiefly spent in efforts by scientific research by mechanical experiment and by persevering argument to increase the naval power of his country and in efforts no less zealous to secure for himself that full reversal of the wrongful sentence passed upon him in a former generation which could only be attained by public restitution of the official rank and national honours of which he had been deprived this restitution was begun by his majesty king william the fourth and completed by our present most gracious queen and the prince consort by the kindnesses which he received from these illustrious persons my father's later years were cheered and i can never cease to be profoundly grateful to my sovereign and her revered husband for the personal interest with which they listened to my prayer immediately after his death through their gracious influence the same banner of bath that had been taken from him nearly fifty years before was restored to its place in westminster abbey and allowed to float over his remains at their time of burial thus the last stain upon my father's memory was wiped out Dundonald, london may twenty fourth 1869. End of preface. Recording by Timothy Ferguson, Gold Coast, Australia.